The following episode is brought to you by the generous donations of Laura Pickren, Daryl Delaney, Darren Katzka, Devious Pop-Tart, Irene Viarito, Ryan Royce, Andy Dossett, Danielle Bramhall-Smith, Elizabeth Clark, Eric Whitman, Jessica Smith, Charles Compton, Natasha Rallerson, Richard Cree, The Cam Family, David Scrams, Dustin Troop, Edvarth Arnoff, Michael Clark, Rebecca Gauman, and Shelby Johnson as well as all of our generous patrons. D20 Radio, your gamers roll. Welcome to Eberron Renewed, an actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And this week we have another Eberron reduced episode for you all, where we're going to be uh, doing something we did a while back, uh, where we dove into the backstories of Eris and Reynard. But today we are switching it up to Milo and Hob, where we are... Uh, taking an opportunity to explore some significant moments from our wonderful player characters' pasts. Um, so we are going to kick things off with Milo this time around. Uh, so, Randy, do you want to give us kind of the description of, of what we're going to be doing and kind of looking looking at in this scene? Um, sure. Uh, this is taking place on a job that the group is on at an early point in milo's discovery of his powers his powers are still newly found and he's still even where we are at today he I mean he's still discovering his abilities and what he can do and it's a discovery process and this is one of the i guess first discoveries that occur yep. while he's on a job Mm-hmm. Okay, so you all are on a job for the clan. Uh, they they contacted you and Grum sent you out on a job uh, to steal some samples from a House Vedalus facility. Sure. Um, and on your way back, um, you got uh, jumped by some Dask goons. And so we're going to hop into the combat encounter uh, with Dask having ambushed you all and uh, trying to get what you've got and also rough you up because you're having to pass through desk territory to do this job. Um, I knew before I hit record. So um, let me go ahead and get this going and give me vigilance rolls for initiative. No difficulty. Okay, Hob. Okay, Hob. Good job, Hob. (laughs) Seriously. Hob wins. Hob's for everyone. Okay, so we got um, two two groups of three, and then kind of their their leader. Or let's do three groups. No, two groups of three. Um, What's the uh, makeup of our enemies being Dusk? 
so you have um, one group are half orcs, um, half orc toughs, um, and the other group of three are gnolls. Um, and their leader is a um, a polar bear shifter. Well, so. don't hurt him. <laughs> I love um, him. He's cute. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Uh, so looks like we have two NPC slots, three PC slots, an NPC slot, and a PC slot. Um, so to kick things off, uh, the polar bear shifter is going to lunge up at Hob, seeing the biggest and the toughest and wanting to uh, goof him up a bit. So uh, going to make a brawl or a melee check. He has a war hammer on him. Um, So brings this big hammer up and tries to crack Hob over the noggin with it as he runs forward. Uh, Two success, three advantage. does he. Um, So... I never like it when you hit how, me, then get the book. Today we learn how Hob died a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, a long, right? long time ago. Long, long time ago. That's Randy's surprise magic. He <laughs> resurrected Hob. <laughs> that would be a heck of a thing now that I've said it out loud. <laughs> Although I feel like if that were the case, that Hob, or that Milo we, fully resurrected Hob. We surely Hob, know by now. <laughs> Milo, Hob, Hob probably would have gone with Milo on more split decisions. Okay, so it's seven damage. Hob is the initial damage that he deals uh, to you by thwacking you on the head. Um, And then he is going to um, activate a property on it. Um, Oh, he can activate both. So he's going to knock you down. So whack you in the chest and just poof. And... um, and he's also going to activate um, concussive. So just the wind is knocked out of you and you're staggered for one round. So, okay. Um, so Which I, just, can't do, I can't do an action for yes, the rest of the round? Okay. Correct. Um, okay. And that is his turn as he bellows a loud laugh um, at the puny Goliath. Um, you're bigger than him, Hob, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, now even if it wasn't true, I, I know that that's true. <laughs> uh, the gnolls are going to try to um, uh, who is who would be who would just for funsy who would be carrying the vial? Not Milo. Probably Eris because okay, she was most likely to have something you can safely carry a lab sample in. So Eris, you have the group of gnolls that kind of scamper over to you and try to take you off your feet. Um, They have two yellow, two purple as their pool. Would you like to spend a story point to upgrade the difficulty? Mm, Sure. Uh, I also have a melee defense of one. Ah. I'm sorry. Yes, of one. Oh, Hob has that too. Um, I'm sorry, Hob has what? A melee defense because of your robes. Yes, um, which is why I only took three wounds out of the seven you administered. No, defense uh, so adds, uh, adds... Oh, no, sorry, I was going to say... You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Zero success, one threat, and a trial. Oh, 
Sweet. They snatch the vial from you. Of course. Um, of course. So, yeah, they come over and, like, Eris, you manage to block all their blow- blows, but while you're doing that, one grabs the little containment unit that you have on you. Mm-hmm. Um, PC slot. Frack! Milo? Well, oh. <laughs> If you um, want to go, Reynard, you can. But Yeah, go ahead, Reynard. I was going to say, Reynard sees that happen. And, well, English sees that happen and uh, locks an arrow on the, man, on the one who tried to take the vial, or did take the vial. Okay, go ahead and make a ranged combat check with one purple difficulty since you're within short range. I Would will. you like to use the maneuver to aim? Mm, I don't feel like I'll need it. Well, Ooh. Oh, okay then. Well, it's three yellow and one green against one purple. <laughs> okay. Mm. I, With that attitude, I really hope you miss, but... <laughs> I did Four not. success, two advantage. Um, so that is... The longbow does seven damage. That's 11 damage. Seven. Okay. Um, so they take a good chunk of wounds. Um... Two advantage. Uh, do you want to make him drop the vial? Yes, that's what I was planning. Cool. Drippity drop. So get him in the shoulder and his his hand like ah. PC slot. Uh, I'll go. So Eris, seeing them getting away, uh, will uh, flip and seeing Hob go down or Hob get knocked off his off his feet as well. Um, will swing up the Fletcher and shoot at the Knolls. Okay. Uh, what is my range? One? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I will take a maneuver to aim because why wouldn't I take a maneuver to aim? <laughs> it, you know, it costs me nothing. Um, just leaving dice on the table. And here we go. <laughs> Two success, one advantage. Two success, one advantage. Um, okay. So, yeah. that oh, That's going to end up being... Oh, I didn't roll it with a weapon attack, so it didn't give me all the normal things. Sorry. So that's going to be yes, ten, eleven damage. Okay. Um, and I no, just for ease of things, I actually because my Fletcher has. My Fletcher always has the superior quality, so it always generates an extra advantage. Um, so it's actually two advantage, and I'll just crit and kill. That, that's my mic. Kill some uh, one of them since they're a minion group. Uh, so yeah, Eris just puts a puts a bolt in in the back of the head of one of the gnolls that's running away from them. Um, uh, you, you uh, you that's to... all. That's all. I take you taught. Uh, you spray and take out all three with that much damage. So all oh, three is sweet. Um, next PC slot. Am I all that's left? Uh, Milo hasn't gone yet. Milo. Okay. I, I can't do anything. So if you, if okay. you want to do Milo. <laughs> Milo seeing Hob basically get whacked and taken down yeah. and with... It's still fresh on his mind of Hob rescuing him from the fire. He whips out his wand, does a little flourish, and fires out a, a beam of 
black light heading okay. toward the leader. Okay. Um, this is shows three difficulty. Are you doing fire or uh, what? no? It's not. It it's gonna have uh, sunder and pierce. So that's destructive. Okay. Um, sunder yes. and pierce. So yes, um, that would be a hard difficulty. So three purple. Purple. Um, can I flip a story point for a boost? Yep. Well, to upgrade your. Yeah. Yeah. So that would give me one blue. No. No. Flipping a story point changes one green to a yellow. Oh well, I I don't have any greens, so. So well, it, adds, it, would add add a green. Green. it would add a green. Add a green. Okay. All right. Here we go. Three success, one advantage. Boy. Okay. So this little beam of black, thick light shoots out, and then it splits into multiple horizontal beams, almost like razor wire, and flies into this shifter as Milo's eyes get really big, as he was totally not expecting that. And uh, narratively, what happens is those beams shoot out and uh, Hob looking up from the ground to your horror, um, you see the beams just slice through the shifter as he lets out a howl and like the cuts just appear on him and he crumples to the ground and starts bleeding out at your feet, like completely dead. What? What? I Mother, uh, what was that? I I I I don't know. I was I was just trying to, like, put him to sleep. You know, like knock him out. I we're out of initiative. The half orcs take off running and screaming at the sight uh, of us. And you said you said that the the beams flew over me to hit the shifter, right? Like I was between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right, cool. I think. Bob pops up. He's like, Milo, that seemed dangerously indiscriminate. I did not do it on purpose. As I said, I was I was just trying to knock him out. You know, put him to sleep. I I I can't. I still don't know how to control these spells. I don't know where they come from. Eris uh, goes over and retrieves the vial. Just hell. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, Spectacular. But, but, you know, Hob was right there, and if I would have, what if I would have missed? What if? Yes, but I you would didn't. have got Hob. But you didn't. But you didn't. We don't need to oh, worry Hob's about that now. Oh, Hob's getting mad at Reynard. Hob was trying to decide if he's if he's if he should be mad at Milo, but right now he's getting mad at Reynard. <laughs> <laughs> Some cavalier trash. <laughs> I just maybe I just. Maybe I just need to go back and and just do the collecting and, and not worry about this. Um, I believe that we're clearly past not having to worry about this. If anything, you need to dedicate more of your time to honing and controlling. Because that could have been me. That, if I had gotten my... If I'd gotten it together a half second earlier to stand up, 
Because I knew I was next. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I think head in the sand is not the way to handle this, Milo. That's absolutely right, Hob. I'm really sorry. I I just, I, I saw you fall and, and I just reacted and I, I like I say, I, I don't un understand how, how that, I don't know how to do that and it, there it was. Perhaps I, for a while and an all clear might be in order before you attempt another spell. Yes. Yes, that, that would be wise. And I will try to find some place to practice, I guess, if there's some place safe. I mean, there's probably somewhere safe, but I always just try things out about when we're on the job. <laughs> yes, and that didn't, that almost did not go very well. Right, I mean, no, yeah, yeah, I see that. I mean, I did not in, intend to, to kill him. I mean, I've never killed anyone in my life. This is, I, 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 I maybe I need a drink. Reynard, we need drinks. Oh, Reynard already has one flask out and hands uh, Milo a second one. He has two. <laughs> he has two flasks. Prepared. I think, thank you, Reynard. And Milo just starts guzzling the booze. Because not have the opposite effect of control. Yeah, I think my, I think Hob maneuvers to be behind Milo. Yes, I, I don't. This is. Right, I, so we're we're in Dask territory, and we're standing around four dead um, members of that of that gang. Uh, do you think maybe we have this conversation while we walk? Yes, I'm for leaving. I just I I I just don't understand. I don't. I like I, I just I, I've never. And now he's he's dead. Let's let's be gone. He would have killed. He was trying to kill Ob. He was doing a good job. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess so. I, I I think after a minute, Hob turns to Michael and he's like, "I'm sorry, I reacted so uh, negatively. I know you were only trying to help me. Thank you." Yes, but I, I, I still, I, I could have possibly killed you as, as well. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're not going to forget that part. Uh. I'm, I'm sorry. Dinner, dinner is definitely on me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and we will call, um, call that scene there. Um, Okay, so pivoting over to Hob. Um, Jeff, do you want to give us kind of the, the breakdown of what we're doing doing with Hob? Sure. So um, I mean as as I've as I've explained in the past, Hob spent time at a monastery 
Um, that's where he learned his uh, what whatever amount of self control you 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 as the listener have decided he has, um, <laughs> as well as just it, a lot of his other guiding principles. Uh, but obviously, being that he is a criminal in Sharn, he left the monastery at some point, and I think what we're doing here is the beginning, like the the the, the inciting point of his eventual departure. So, yep. Uh, so this is young. Uh, I don't know how young Hob. I, I've always said Hob's probably in his mid thirties. You know, just a little bit younger than I am in real life. This is probably late teens, early twenties. Hob. I think he's been gone that long from the monastery. So okay. And what name does he go by? Oh, he uh, he 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 is. Um... Hmm. I haven't put a lot of thought into it. Give me one second. I think he would yeah. go by Veganoth. Like that would be the name, his official name, even here, because. It wasn't until after he left the monastery that he decided that his actual Goliath heritage was more of an academic than an emotional pursuit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if he would have gone by a different nickname from the from the Vol crew. So I don't think I think just Veganoth would be fine. Okay, so um, the scene is uh, during a lesson. Uh, I'm still gonna. Uh, Vanganoth, uh, Vanganoth. I want to say mm-hmm. Venga. Yeah, um, here's the thing. If 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 you decide that whoever you're playing would have a shorter name for him, just call him that. And yeah, because because Hob wouldn't say no to his superior at this point. Yeah. So at a lesson, there is. Uh, I'm just gonna in outside the narrative say Hob because that's the name I'm used to using. Sure. Uh, Hob's teacher. Um, do you have a name for the teacher, Jeff? Yes, his name is Arik Stormpool. Okay. Uh, ancestry? I got nothing. Help me out. I don't know what would be appropriate. Really anything. Really yeah. anything, right? I yeah. mean, Blood of Old doesn't really have strong ties to... I just want to make sure you guys understand I just named a character Arik Stormpool. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just making mm-hmm. sure. Yep. Um, well done. I like it. Probably just, probably, I mean, elf, human, I don't care. Eric, I just named him after you. What do you want him to be? Uh, we'll go half elf, since you said right. elf, human, I don't know. We'll go. Why not? <laughs> there <both>? you go. <laughs> elf, human, some combination, whatever. <laughs> um, okay. We also have in the scene uh, the star pupil. Uh, Hobbs classmate um would you like to give him a name or would you like uh the player that will be taking them over to provide yeah, the let's, name let, I, hey i had to name green egg event they can name their own characters <laughs> and then the head of the monastery um so that's three additional characters okay so uh the scene is uh midday lessons in the uh outdoor courtyard at the monastery um there are uh, wooden dummies set up at uh, set intervals all around. Uh, Hob, how many students would be in this class with you? Uh, not many, I don't think, because I don't know that... Uh, I never I considered think. it to be much of an academic institution as much yeah. as it is, so... They got a good teacher-to-student ratio. Yeah. Yeah, like, I would be... It almost feels like it's all... Um, none of it's compulsory, so it's just kind of who decided they wanted to hear something that day shows up. So maybe, maybe half a dozen. 
Yeah, we can go with six. Um, okay, so there are... I said half a dozen. Six of one. Uh, Baker's uh, dozen. It's <laughs> some uh, half person. Six and a half. <laughs> there's, a half there's a halfling? <laughs> yep, there's a halfling there. Um, so, yeah, there are you and five other students uh, present for this lesson. Um, standing, uh, standing in a line in front of the, the dummies, um, not actively engaged, uh, awaiting for the teacher to begin that day's lesson. Um, Arik Storm Pool. Um, and also in your class is Ramon Lafleur, the noted, uh, elf star pupil of your, of your class, um, who's always just been attached at the hip of, of Arik, just the biggest, um, butt kisser, uh, in the monastery. So, um... Yeah, Arik Stormpool, uh, the half elf, who is uh, not not large, not tall, very average height, uh, but just every muscle fiber is toned to perfection. Just they are tight, lean, packed muscle. Sure. Um, how do his pupils? How do they refer to him as what? Um, it's a monastery. Let's. Uh, um, let's just go with sir. Let's just keep it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so, um, uh, Stormpool walks out from the building and regards you all. You've been standing there for probably about five minutes waiting for class to start. And, um, Hello, class. I hope you all have been keeping up with your lessons. Um, we will be going over hand-to-hand -hand drills shortly. Um, but before we do, um, I have been studying, contemplating on the divine spark within us. And you all have kindled your spark well and has grown some of you more than others into the beginnings of a fire. Uh, Ramon is just nodding profusely. Um, yeah. Hob, what is your react? Like, have you never liked Stormpool, or is it, has it been kind of a, a, no, I don't thing? think that's the case at all. Okay. I think if anything, one of the one of the one of the reasons that he's compelled to leave is because he feels so betrayed by Stormpool. Gotcha. I think that, okay. I, if if I may, yeah, uh, assert this about Hob. I think the only difference between Ramon and Hob, as far as star pupilness, is one of them wants to be the star pupil. Gotcha. Yeah. And the other one's name is Vegan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I mean Hob being an exemplar. Yeah, he he is not as good at any of the academic pursuits, uh, but as far as embracing the the uh, monastic lifestyle and yeah. the combat, that's where they balance each other. Yeah, I think. Um, and so you you can take some pride, uh, Hob, in knowing that he's also. I mean, you're you would say that your fire is growing um, mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. much as anybody's, um, given the lessons, and. We will continue our lessons to ensure that uh, this fire continues to grow 
and burn brightly, brighter than brighter than many others are even capable of. Oh, yes, I, I feel my fire continue to grow. Yes, R- Ramon, thank you. Um, so before we begin today's lessons, I want to encourage you all to begin to stoke your fire. Think about how you can grow more powerful, how your power can assist you in your endeavors. Because um, that is how the blood of Vol will grow, will begin to um, begin to show the world that their gods and their kings are meaningless. It is the spark within us, us who are chosen to carry the light into the world. That is where the power lies. Um, and also, correction on what you all would call him. I'm a dummy. Bloodiful has a name. Seeker is what mm-hmm. his, his title would be, Seeker. Um, so you would call him Seeker Stormpool or just Seeker for short. Um, so that would be... Okay. You- Shoot, you had just said something that was that was enough for me to ping Hob off of, but now I've forgotten what it was. How did you end it, that little? It was run? him talking about they don't need gods or kings; it's the chosen. There it is, the chosen. Yeah, yeah. that's the word. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think I, I really think being God. I don't want to talk out of character, but I really want to explain motivations. Um, I think that Hob, the one thing that kept him glued to this path that he got put on was the acceptance was the mm-hmm. fact that there was not a prerequisite for entrance to something like this and yep. so i think that at that point hob really does say um excuse me um uh, seeker stormpool uh, i'm confused who who do you mean when you say chosen well Ev- everything i've learned is that the spark is in us all. Isn't that the point of all this? Yes, Vignoth. However, while the potential for the spark exists within all beings, there are only... There is a distinction between those who have the fortitude to carry the spark, to grow it into a flame, to exercise that divine power on the world. So while, yes, the teachings do tell us that every creature has the divine spark within them, to put it simply, uh, not all sparks may be created equally. And certainly the vessels that carry those sparks are not equal this makes a very good sense to me thank you ramon yeah 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 so <laughs> so so i'm clear just upon whose wisdom do we lay the decision of of who deserves further investment why do we who who uh, who among us decides whose spark is good enough because I know that when I came here, by all rights, I would have been rejected by everyone. And now, 
Well, I suppose now we'll all see just how far I've come when we start this one-to-one hand-to-hand combat you've said we'll be doing this afternoon. Right, Ramon? <laughs> hot, still hot. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it would be a chance to grow our flames even more. Um, oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> um, yes, Veganoth. Uh, what you say is accurate. You were... Uh, you came to us uh, in a world that would have largely rejected you, and we took you in because we all have the spark. We all have the, the potential to grow our fire. But you proved through your actions that you have what it takes to grow your fire. You showed us that you have that within you. And that if you had not shown that, well, your path may have been very different. But it is through how we exert our power that that wisdom is discovered. Uh, I am not proposing that we uh, put up a post at the door and say yay, nay, before people have the opportunity to prove themselves to us. But you know as well as I do, Veganoth, that... There are plenty of people that would have gone through the rigorous training that you have undergone and would have given up, would have said, enough's enough. And I am saying that those people, perhaps while the divine spark exists within them, perhaps they are not worthy of that. Perhaps they do not show they are worth being among the chosen. Worthy for, for, for what? It sounds like you're saying we'll be conferred a divine right, which I know and you know is not our goal. Um, and at this point, uh, Tannen, Elmore, um, you've been, you've been lurking in the shadows. You're, you're easy to, to go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you've, you've heard now at this point, uh, a student interject a lesson multiple times. And so at this point, you would probably be compelled to um, encourage Seeker Stormpool to um, continue lesson with the students while you uh, discuss things with the the student in question. Well, that I think from the shadows, you just hear a clap. <laughs> Seeker Stormpool. I would like to have a discussion with the student. Yes, Seeker. Vignoth. Seeker Elmore wishes to speak with you. Uh, yes, uh, thank you. Um. Students, we will begin drills now and kind of fades in the background. Hob is Excellent. Your... About time. Walk over. Uh, th- thank you, Ramon. Um. <laughs> uh, Hob, Hob does his best to position himself with his back to the class because he knows he's going to see Ramon just wailing on whoever he's paired up with, knowing <laughs> he can take him, but he has to sit here and talk to the talk to the principal. Uh, same title, Speaker Elmore. Yeah, let's say let's say or head seeker, seeker. head okay. seeker. Since yeah, head seeker yeah. sounds good. Head hunter. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes, uh, head seeker. Uh, I, I'm sorry, was I out of line? Veganoth. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Don't wear it out. 
Um, yes, Vaganoth, it seemed you had um, quite the amount of uh, questions against your instructor. I... I do not question the instructor. I... I trust Speaker Stormpool, Seeker Stormpool. I, I believe in him. I fear that perhaps there's been a misinterpretation of something. I, I'm concerned over the trajectory of his lessons of late. Well, as a student here, your goal is not to question what is being told to you, but rather uh, absorb and learn. Certainly. Certainly. Um, and please forgive my ignorance when I ask, what do I do when the things I have absorbed conflict so profoundly? The lessons I have heard today are in an irreconcilable conflict with everything that I've grown to embrace about the blood of Vol up to this point. Are we not champions of the individual? and therefore all individuals. Well, I think, um, I think I'm think i gonna go the, the real stereotypical religious route. <laughs> okay. And just say, <clears throat> if I hear you question your instructor again, you will not be allowed to stay. Go back to class. Okay, okay, okay. What does Hob do here? Does Hob... Do we have an origin moment here for Hob? I think we do. Only you can tell us. <laughs> I know. Well, Headseeker, I shall make sure that you do not hear my questions again. As for my eventual departure, I agree it is possible that it has been accelerated. Thank you for your time. And as he goes back to class, he yells, I got bad news, Ramon. I'm a little fired up. <laughs> Ramon, you're about to hit LaFleur, okay? <laughs> I do not think your spark is large enough to take my spark. Oh, we're comparing sparks now? Okay, yeah. Um, okay, I, no, I do, I, I, I do think that if that's, if that's the way that conversation ends... Um, like I would love for Hob to just get some real big britches on and go confront Stormpool for his lesson on on hand to hand combat, but I also am pretty sure that Hob would get it handed to him because he's still a teenager. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he goes back. I I, I do think he's going to go back to rejoin the lesson, and he is still um, like he knows his place, so he's not actually going to walk over and make that joke. That was 
for Randy. Um, I think he's going to say, um, is Headseeker watching as he goes back to glass? Yeah. Okay. Then I think that he's going to walk up to Seeker Stormpool and quietly, with his head down, looking very contrite, as though he is apologizing, say, who would you like for me to pair up with? Just putting on the airs of making an apology when really he's just trying to move on with his day. Now, if Seeker Stormpool wants him to say it to apologize, in that case, we'll deal with it. Um, no, Stormpool's not petty. So okay. um, he has too grand of a purpose for pettiness. Um, oh, <laughs> what a burden. Um, Lafleur, you're with Vaganoth. Very well, Sika. Um, Are we going to fight? Gi- just give me a single, a single brawl check, Hob, to just see. Um, okay, I think you and I both know he cannot fail this, or it will ruin everything for the future. So let's just. Uh... <laughs> oh, well, before, before you before you do it, though, I mean, um, so Viganoth, I doubt your spark could get any larger than what it already is, and my spark is growing immensely. So no. let's let's see what you have, Ramon. I just. Before we start, this is Im- important to me. You, you understand it's a metaphor, right? <laughs> like, are you in pain somewhere? Is that your spark? Do we need? Does it hurt you? It's a metaphor. No, uh, I understand. Yes, I totally under- understand that. But okay, uh, Hobdex. We all have the spark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's my Go difficulty? Ahead. Add a boost die for the for the setup. Um, okay, two two purple since it's a melee check. You can flip a story point if you want to upgrade your check. Well, I I need to ask. Am I rolling with Hobbs' current stats? I can't imagine. Yes, yeah, we're not. Twenty we're not, years ago, yeah. we had. And we're not okay. Lafleur is bouncing and dodging and weaving and you know, just acting all cocky. Like, come on, bring it on. You really should listen to the teacher when he's talking and understand what he's trying to relate to you. And Hobbs, oh my god. <laughs> no, we're not gonna say that Hobb misses the punch, Jeff. That's not what that's not what failure means in this. Okay. It's I I think that um you can manifest it however you want, but Hobb lost his cool a little bit with everything. Like it wasn't as it wasn't a controlled contrite it's not that you beat him into a pulp, but you just you maybe didn't pull your punch at all or something yeah it's just one of those things like this is they're not teaching us how to brawl they're yeah. teaching us you're forms. sparring yeah and and yeah. and and hob loses his cool and just goes full-on haymaker okay and like really rings his bell like he hears him say you need to listen so he pops him in the ear like just really an uncool <laughs> fight or an uncool punch for this sort of setting yeah i mean ramon's head jerks and the floor just crumples onto the ground and the rest of the students are <gasps> and um seeker storm pool <laughs> how you like that sparky Veganoth, <laughs> go to your quarters now right and he just turns around does he have to walk tell me this does he have to walk away from or past speaker past past okay i think that 
He's really reading Stormpool. Uh, I'd, I'd like to make a perception check. I want to see okay. how if. Uh, well, let me make the perception check first, and then you can just say, "Wait, well, you don't notice anything." Okay. Uh, what's difficulty? Um, let's just have it be um, one red. All right, then I'm going to upgrade because we're starting with a fresh pool next session anyway. Um. Okay. Never mind. He doesn't notice anything. Hobbs. Hobbs also with Hobbs' own anger is blinding his empathy right now to see if it was anger or disappointment or or yeah. or or what disgust even mm-hmm. on Stormpool's face because Hob Hob is not excited that he's that he's disappointed in Stormpool or that Stormpool is disappointed in him. This is not a this is not a righteous moment. Yeah. Right. Like finally we're going to come to come to this tension's going to come to a head. It's like, "Oh man, my teacher doesn't like me, but he's also disappointing me and it makes me feel three different kinds of sad." Like that's where Hobbs really at. Yeah. So, okay. Uh so yeah, I think that's what he I think he goes back to his um quarters that he shares with another student. With Ramon. No, no, not Ramon, not Ramon. <laughs> the that only relevant terrible. The only relevant part of the other student at the uh, at the uh, monastery is the one personal item that he chose to bring with him was his musical instrument. And that is where Hob, he walks back in feeling all these emotions and his buddy, his roommate's noodling on this instrument and he feels better and he realizes, okay, I can regulate with this for now. Yeah. Okay. And that's where we'll leave it. For role-playing purposes, Philip played your roommate. Um, thanks, Philip. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh Gregor, I'm so glad you're here. Let's talk for let's talk for twenty okay. minutes, you and me. Um, I'm well. sad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if I knew simple playing lyrics off the top of my head, I would just start singing that in Hobbs' voice. Um, mm-hmm. Welcome to my life. Oh um, God! Um, <laughs> Hob starts. Hob starts singing dashboard confessional song. <laughs> Screaming infidelities. Um, thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, you can head over to our Discord. The link to which you can find on all of our social medias at the Geek Pantheon, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find us on all of those places. Um, we also have a Patreon, patreoncom Pantheon. If you want to financially support the shows, uh, you can do so over there. And uh, we also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash thegeekpantheon, uh, where we have another actual play show, um, Kyber Shards, that Philip is the GM for. Uh, you can find that over there. Go give it a watch. I am also a player on that show. Uh, thank you all once again so much for listening. I've been your Game Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Ramon Lafleur. Grow Jesus your spice. Go. You played Milo also. This, uh, uh, oh, man. I'm Jeff. Jeff, take us home. Thank you. Yeah. And just like I've been trying to do lately, this is the last episode that we'll uh, release before we start a reviewed episode. It could be anywhere like 48 hours from the mill when it drops to like six days. But we'll let you know with more accuracy on the Discord when the reviewed will be. And that is also where you drop your questions. Yep. Thanks. And I'm Jeff. Ha 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 ha!